Well, I think it's recording. All right. So, after many hiccups, we are finally recording episode three. Two old men fighting technology. <laughs> episode three of AOJ with my pastor, Pastor Leonce. Leonce, how you doing? Man, you know, I'm just feeling my ace today, bro. We couldn't even figure out how to get in here. <laughs> but we did it though. Yo, it took us like three or four times to get this video, not even recording, just starting. Yeah. And it was it was crazy. But we're finally here. We did it. We did it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Them young cats would have gave up after the first try. Nah, they would have they would have gotten it. <laughs> <laughs> you right. You're right. You're right. I was about to call my son. It's like, hey, come over here. Fix this for me. Hey, hey, they'll do it too. Yeah, he'll he'll like laugh at me and then fix it in like two seconds, go to his buddies online and make fun of me. My girl's trying to get me on TikTok right now and ain't gonna happen. Nah. Nah, they tried that with me too. Oh yeah. yeah, quarantine. Everybody's getting on TikTok. You should get on TikTok. Like, no, nah, I'm too old. No, I'm good. I I am all right. It's like, no, you're not too old. It's like, listen, you were in high school with my son. I'm too old. <laughs> I'm not doing that TikTok nonsense. I see a lot of people jumping on it, too. A lot of people. A lot of people my age. You know, geriatric TikTok. Yeah, I'm good. Y'all have fun. I'm not about that. Look, they was dragging Jessica Alba the other day. Did you see that? No, I didn't see that. She got on TikTok trying to dance. It was like, yo, the honey's gone bad. (laughs) I was dead. So she had a, most actors have a stud double. She had a dad's double. I, I think she just can't dance no more, man. You reach a point. You you know, the Lord calls you to two-step at some point, man. This is what you got to do. You know, she was still trying to do the moves she was doing 15 years ago. Oh, my God, I'm so done about to look for that. <laughs> Yo, but the comment, when the comment said, the honey's gone bad, like, this is, y'all so wrong with this. <laughs> The internet is an amazing and ruthless place. Hey, hey, no losses. Nah. No losses. Nah, so how's it going with um, with lockdown, right? We're in Atlanta. Not a lot of cities or states um, have gotten locked down. As of Friday, we're on complete lockdown. Yeah. Right? How, how you doing with that? Because I'm, I'm a little bit okay. I'm a little bit crazy. <laughs> Well, it's funny you say that, man. I, I posted this meme the other day. I don't even remember where I found it. And it was this rabbit, you know. So that tells you what state of mind I'm in. <laughs> it was this rabbit. And it was latched onto this leaf. And it was a side-by-side. And in one of the, you know, one of the Jones, it was like an introvert who chooses to stay home. And the rabbit had the leaf. And the rabbit was like smiling. Yeah. And the other one, it was like, you know, the rabbit had to leave, but the rabbit's like, ah, you know, got the got the, the thug face on. And it's <laughs> an introvert who is told they have to stay home. Right. And so that's kind of where I'm at, man. You know, I'm I am an INTJ, Myers Briggs for our Myers Briggs fans out there. Um, and and so generally I'm gonna recharge by myself. Um uh, but when I'm told I gotta stay home then that's a different story. When I'm told I got to stay home with four kids and a <laughs> wife, <laughs> you know, and everybody trying to be on their own program right now. So I, I think I'm doing mostly well, um, you know, trying to get some some structure. Right. You know what I mean? I saw this other meme 
Uh, I hope you folks don't mind pastor talking about drinking because it was funny to me. Uh, I, I saw this other meme and it was like, uh, there are only two hours of the day, coffee hour and alcohol hour, all other rules are out of the window. <laughs> I didn't and, see that. I'm gonna have to find that. I'm gonna send it to you. I'm gonna send it to you. <laughs> I was dying. It said there are no other rules, coffee hour and, and alcohol hour. My, no, uh, no other rules. My, my viewers or listeners, they they know that I I, I like I like the beer. All right. All right. right. I don't, I'm not I'm a son of a recovering alcoholic, so yeah. I like a beer. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Even though I got a buddy who works for for Scofflaws, Scofflaws oh. Brewery. Oh. And um he's you know, their breweries in Georgia are seen as essential business. Oh yeah. Oh yes. So, so he sent me four cases of essential business. Well, you know, man, when you tithe in the Old Testament, <laughs> you tithe on everything. I got you. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Yeah, he see, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I, I just need a few things. And he sent me a picture. All right, they're at the door. It's like four cases. I'm like, for me, in my house, a six-pack will last me like a month or two. Well, you know. I mean, you know what I mean? So... I'm just I'm, saying, bro. You know, I'm, 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 down, to, I'm down to three cases though, because a buddy of mine stopped by yesterday. It was his birthday. Yeah, yeah. You know, so now we have to celebrate birthdays alone, right? Listen, so, I did a I, wedding yesterday. Get on out! Live stream, real talk. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. That's that's amazing. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> that's amazing. People figuring it out out here, man. They figure it out. Yeah, he was like, I sent them the picture and I was like, hey, I got a case for you, porch pickup. Right? And he came by. I have a ring. I have a ring doorbell. <laughs> when he came by, we said happy birthday to him when he was in front of the door. <laughs> he took his case and bounced. Hey, that's good so, people. That's hey. Good. You good people, Joe. I got you. I got you. I got you. I'm going to talk. I got you. Because it's, 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 it's too much. I'll, I'll have this. After everything is over and COVID is gone or whatever, I'll still have like two cases sitting there. Yeah, see that's have cases. You know, just like like I said, man, you know, old testament, you tired of the brain, <laughs> the, oil, the wine, everything. I'll just I'll just take I'll just take a little portion for the priest, man. <laughs> a little priestly portion. <laughs> gotta 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 give a little portion to the prophet. Um <laughs> <laughs> when I used to go to New York, when I used to go back to New York to like to preach at conferences or whatever. But in New York, I was uh, I was in fashion design. So down here, I'm in newspaper design. <laughs> the, gla the glamour is gone. But when I used to go up there, my buddies that were believers and also fashion designers, they used to say that to me and bring me like bags of like clothes. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So yeah, I miss those days. The days. It was good days. But see, when you do my size, people usually can't bring you free stuff. Because, you know, I had one guy, Lecrae gave me a sweater a little while back, and it mostly fit. But other than that, man, it's like, oh, hard I, to come by. So I can say about shoes, but one of my brothers used to compete um, bodybuilding. Yeah. Like, he was one of those guys. He got so big one time that he could only... He could only go indoors sideways. 
Oh my lord! Like, that's how that's how large he got. And I I remember I used to design and get samples done for him because nothing fit. But nope. he would put on the biggest size he could find. He would find like a four X. And as soon as he put his arms down, he would like it would like it was like like Hulk Hogan like everything. Oh, yeah. Right. Now he's not like that anymore. Like you wouldn't believe. You wouldn't believe he's the same guy. He's not like that anymore. But yeah. Leaving. Oh, I, I mean, I, I, you know, I'm about 265 right now, but I played at 325. So <laughs> I could believe it. Yeah. Okay. You could believe it. <laughs> you could believe it. But um, I wanted to ask, um, how how was it? How was it going? The transition, right? <clears throat> so I work. I work for the AJC. Okay. And we went on Tuesday. We were we were sent an email. Hey, starting tomorrow until we tell you, you guys are working from home. Yep. Everybody who can work from home, like people at the press, of course, can't work from home because the paper still needs to be printed. But um, all of us on one day to the next. And I mean, praise God, it was successful to this day. <clears throat> but. For me, it's different, like for for churches, yeah. right? And even the even churches and churches that were resistant to embracing technology, right? So I can I can imagine it was worse for them. But the the hurdles that you had to go to to go from one week, we're all gathering together to the next week. Hey, here's a here's a link, church yeah. online from now on until otherwise noted. Yeah, man. And I and not not to be a jerk, but um, I've seen, you know, being being a designer, being a creative, I've seen how every week it gets smoother. Yeah. Oh it gets, yeah. It gets better. It was funny because the first the first Sunday, my wife was like, "Ah, oh, I wish they had the the lyrics to the songs because you know, we just started going there. We don't know a lot of the songs. Like, hey, give it time. And then the following week. <laughs> it was the following week. There were the lyrics. Yeah, right? yeah, so, yeah. So how's that? How's that working out? They were in a black box, and then they were in the translucent on the bottom in the lower third. And yeah, yeah. First, there were no points for my sermons, and then we got the points for the sermons, and now we got yeah. the kid content going up, and that'll be you got points. You got, you got transitions. You got camera angles. It's yeah. got full production. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So you know, the the pivot was interesting. You know, yeah. we. I mean, it, it literally played out just how you said, you know, Sunday we gathered, had a good time, you know, doing what we do. Uh, Wednesday, I heard some rumblings mm -hmm. of, you know, the possibility of something going down or no Tuesday. Sorry. I heard some rumblings, heard about Tom uh, Hanks. I had just gotten back from Australia myself with my wife. Uh, we were over there ministering. So we like, yo, do we have it? Uh, we're good. Been good the whole time. Then Wednesday, it was like, yo, the NCAA is not playing in open arenas anymore. Then it was like, the NCAA is canceled. Yeah. And then Thursday is like, yo, the NBA is canceled. And I'm like, they didn't cancel the NBA? And so I was actually in a meeting Thursday afternoon of that first week, so, so uh, almost five weeks ago now, trying to decide what we were going to do. And you know, talk to the leadership team, talk to a couple of other pastors. They were split down the middle. One guy was like, yo, we're going to gather as long as we can. You know, my other buddy in Seattle was like, yo, we've already been on lockdown for a week. Hey. And 
and it's a lot worse um, up close than you guys are experiencing through the media. And he says, so I, I would advise you go ahead and pull the plug. So I prayed about it, talked to my team, talked to my wife. You know, she's she's full of wisdom. And uh, by Friday morning, we had decided to pull the plug. So we had to turn around that service in about a 14-hour window. Wow. Uh, to, to be able to get it out, get it promoted. So you remember I shot out a video that Friday yeah. that went out on IGTV. Uh, so we literally in about 14 hours went from brick and mortar to digital only. And, uh, you know, high pressure, high stress, you know, most of my facial hair is already coming in white. I think I got a few more over that weekend. <laughs> and so, you know, I, I've always been fairly adaptable. It's kind of how I'm wired, uh, you know, not very change resistant and, and I think a realist. So from the very first week, very first week, I decided that we were going to try to create the best experience possible <clears throat> with the understanding that we were going to be in this mode of operating for probably 90 days. And, and if we were pleasantly surprised to come back earlier, great. Okay. Uh, but we were going to set our minds to say, you know what, we're probably looking at a 90-day run, but it's the very best thing that we can put in front of people for an experience? What is the very best way we can continue to create community? What is the very best way we can continue to create engagement? Uh, and, and then once we're able to gather physically again, <clears throat> then we will have all of these great online assets that will become our digital front door. Yeah, that's to, awesome. to try and move people to brick and mortar. So. So that, that's our mentality. That's where we've been. And, and that's why it's gotten better every single week because we want it to continue to get better because it was never a temporary stopgap until we get back to normal. There's not going to be a normal. Uh, what, whatever was will never be again. Right. And, that was, and that's another part of the, the mentality that I'm trying to even you know, lead some of my friends and our team through is like, hey, stop thinking about trying to get back. There's no back. This will never be the same. This will never, ever be the same again. The sociological and psychological effects alone uh, are going to change how we relate to people. And some of that will be for the better, and some of that will be for our therapists. But either way, <laughs> it, it's going to change things forever. And, uh, and we've got to think that way. It's funny because for whatever reason, uh, <laughs> And if God is laughing at me, let him laugh at me. But for whatever reason, a lot of um, pastors that I know, friends, whatever, um, I was their guy to call. Yeah. Hey, Jay, um, how do you think we should do this? Uh, what do you think we should do? Because a lot of them, and of course, being my, my Pentecostal background, a lot of them were adamantly against Oh yeah. Online, right? Oh, oh yeah. The Holy Spirit gonna heal us. Right. Oh yeah. Well, you know, that's that's acting on fear. And I'm like, yep. yeah, it, it's acting on fear. But it uh might, it might be wisdom. But let's let's be let's be real honest, right? Let's be real honest. Fear focuses our faith. Yep. <laughs> it focuses our faith. I had six tumors in my body, right? And I was a whole year praying, but also doing what my doctor told me to do to try to get him 
eliminated without surgery. Oh yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. My diet, changing my exercise, actually starting exercising. <laughs> right. And, um, and that was out of a fear of dying too early. Yeah. Right? yeah. I want to see my kids grow up. I want to see my grandson grow up. I don't, I don't want to die. So because I was afraid of dying early, I took the necessary steps to try to get rid of these tumors. At the end, none of that stuff worked. So I got the surgery. Does that mean that like, I didn't have faith that God was going to take care of me? <laughs> no. Not at all. Not at all. But so, you know, pray, get out of your feelings. I was like, real talk, get out of your feelings. Think about this. Be, be wise about your choices. Yeah. And, um, I hope that you choose to shut down and embrace, embrace, embrace streaming. <laughs> embrace streaming because there's too much technology. Too much technology. It is. It is. And, and, and it's just deciding, like, hey, these are the means that we have. Right. Well, Paul wrote letters because he had to. He, in every letter, he said, I wish I could be with you. Right. Face to face. Right. That's I right. want to return. I want to see you again. Please send Timothy. Please send John Mark. You know, he always wanted to be there. But the technology he had at the time to continue to remain connected with the people that he loved was analog letters. And now we have digital mediums that allow us to do the same thing. We're living without the flying cars. We're living in the time of the Jetsons. That's exactly right, man. I'm mad that we ain't got no flying cars. <laughs> I'm not. Because some people don't even can't drive on, on the road. Road. Each folk cannot drive. But here's my hope. See, I'm a dreamer. So my hope is flying cars are automated. You just got to get in it. And that's it's going to get you where you need to go. That's true. But there are a lot of self-driving cars that have had accidents and run over people, too. Still less than Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just hoping that if when that happens, that nobody says, oh, well, I can drive this myself. And then I got I to gotta watch out for the cars around me and the cars above me. Nah. Yeah, nah. Nah, nah they got to be automated, bro. They got to be automated. I don't know if I trust all that. Oh, uh, well, you know, like, I don't, I don't know if, if I don't know if I'm there yet. So like, what if I told you most of your pilots don't fly those planes anyway? Oh, I know. I have, I have, I have cousins that are pilots. Yeah. They're not, flying, they're not flying those planes. I, I, I know this, but it's one of those like out of sight, out of mind things. Oh, I got you. I like, got you. Like, you know, they're way up there in the cockpit. I don't got to see that their hands are behind their heads and they're chilling. Right? Yeah, eating sandwiches. <laughs> I, I know their hands on and they're flying out of sight, out of mind. I trust that. Right. Yeah. Me to be in a car and I nah, can't do that. I'm not. I'm not there yet. <laughs> I'm really not there yet. I'm ready. Bro. Make sure. Make sure. Like I, I used to tell people that if I were to die in an accident, I hope it's a plane crash. Because I know for a fact that there's nothing I can do to try to stop it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like if I'm in a car, I'm gonna try to do something. Right, if I'm in a plane, oh, one last drink, let's go. <laughs> see you soon, Lord. See you later, everybody. <laughs> Hopefully I'll see some of you guys soon, but mm -mm. Seriously. <laughs> so another question, right? Um, yeah. it's This is Holy Week, right? This is Holy Week. Um, every pastor knows that Easter Sunday is the biggest Sunday for a church, right? Christian Super Bowl, I heard it said once. <laughs> I've never heard that, but that's awesome. <laughs> I know, 
back in my knucklehead days, I would visit my mom at church on two, maybe three times. Christmas, Easter. Christmas and Easter. Sometimes, no, not even Mother's Day. Oh. Not even Mother's Day, birthday. See, I would at least do Mother's Day. Now, my mom could care less about Mother's Day. Man, my mom is crazy about some Mother's Day. My mom. Mama, I'm not talking no smack. <laughs> my mom could care less about Mother's Day. She could care less. And as far as, at least as going to church is concerned. Yeah, 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 yeah. Birthday, it's a gift to her. Christmas, of course, family, Easter family. You know, my dad was a chef, so it was always like a big gathering. All of us together. And when I say all of us, there's like 11 of us just kids without yeah. any grandkids, whatever. So it's just the bigger we got, the more he had to cook. So birthdays were more important. But um, now, again, that was sometimes because I just didn't like, I didn't like the church I grew up in. But that's yeah. not that's that's not for now, um, <laughs> right? But um, yeah. So Easter Sunday, the biggest Sunday for a church, because because of that, like family, yeah. Home, yeah. kids that don't go, they they show up, right? The folks that go like once every eight weeks, they all come. <laughs> they all home, right? It's it's a big um, fashion show for some churches. Yep, churches. It's just you know, it's just that's the invite day, right? That's the big day. How do you think? Not just not just us at renovation, but how do you think other churches, especially smaller churches, I've had smaller churches heavy on my mind with all of this. How how do how are we coping? How can they cope with Holy Week? Because it's not just all right, see you Easter Sunday, right? Yeah. You have every day of the week there's something. Right? How how do how, how do how are we gonna do that online? And yeah. I mean, I know how, but I'm saying, how are we going to do it online, and how, how can the smaller churches cope? Because right now, this is the best time for people to like check out their their favorite podcast pastor. Oh yeah, it is, and I, you know, that's been one of my concerns. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, I heard Craig Rochelle say on his podcast that the stark reality is there's going to be a lot of churches that close during this time. Um, some because they weren't ready to pivot. Right others because they refuse to pivot, uh, and still others because they just don't have the resources to to be able to do what we did. Um, and, you know, we have a church plant in South Africa. Uh, I don't know if you and, and uh, your wife knew that because y'all are new. Uh, but yeah, we have a church plant, uh, Rooted Fellowship in South Africa, uh, transcultural church, the only one in South Africa. And he he actually told me this week that there are already several churches that have closed their doors uh, because they just did not have the momentum or the ability to to make the change and make the pivot that we've been able to make. Yeah. And um, and so, you know, unfortunately, I think there's going to be some of that. I, I think there are others that are stretching to figure out how they can do this. And there are some online tools that are better for smaller churches than, than they are for larger. Uh, Box.com is one of those that are better for smaller churches. Um, uh, Facebook Live is usable for smaller churches. And so if they would be willing to engage uh, some of those mediums, then I think there's an opportunity for them to put something forward every single day. I mean, Facebook is a, is a natural gathering place. Right. And so uh, you know, we're doing daily prayer on Facebook, uh, in our Facebook group. Uh, we're doing daily communication through Facebook. 
we're going to have our Good Friday service. It's actually going to air midday uh, to give something, you know, give people something to look forward to in the daytime, not just the evening. Uh, yeah, break up that day a little bit. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, um, you know, I think there's an opportunity here to see opportunity rather than an obstacle, uh, but also to see reality. You know, I'm, I don't blow smoke. I'm not pie in the sky. And there are some places that are going to look and say, you know what, we just didn't have the ability to make the change. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and that's going to be a hard reality. Uh, for those churches that have been able to pivot and make those changes, I think they're going to see record attendance for Easter weekend. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we have already seen it in our first four weeks of being digital. Uh, it, it's been um, about three times our normal brick and mortar attendance. Wow. And so, we're trying to figure out, you know, one, you know, is that real data? You know, because that was a conversation for years is digital church is not real church. Well, right now it's only church. Mm -hmm. So so how is it not real if it's the only means we have? And if it is real, here's the question. You know, when we are able to gather again, I expect two things. One, I expect people merely from having been isolated for so long to, to really rush back to physical gatherings. But I also expect there to be a bit of a digital revolution where digital is seen as equivalent with brick and mortar gatherings. And that's going to be the new territory that we'll have to navigate on the other side of this. Because right, you've had like Craig Rochelle that you mentioned them, right? Like yeah. He's been years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He has freely given a lot of the technology that he has been able to like really develop these years. Yeah. Right. Um. I remember, and it was morbid curiosity. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> morbid curiosity. I went on Facebook Live to see my old church in New York. Yeah. Were, um, they were transmitting. I was always curious because they were very hesitant. And I, and I say that to, to be nice. Yeah, very hesitant about, you know, doing this whole video thing and then, you know, they were, I mean, I remember one time I was up there, they, they flew me up there so I can preach at a youth service up there. And before the service, I was called in and I was asked to please mention in my sermon, try to find a way to mention my sermon in my sermon to um, tell the kids to, to bring real Bibles because every time they ask to read a Bible verse, they take out their phones. Right. Like it was, it was, it was one of those things. And I sat there and I, I had to keep the, the first comment that popped in my mind. I had to keep it to myself. Oh, yeah. Right? And I had to let them know. I had to tell them, hey, um, you're focused on the wrong thing, right? Right. That's you, right. You don't have to download the Bible app on your phone. But those kids did. Yeah. Right? Whether it's a physical Bible or it's an app, they're reading the Bible. That's like, right. You got you to gotta stop looking at this wrong. And um, I was told, ah, you're, you're still as rebellious as always. <laughs> And I was like, okay, I'm a, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go enjoy the service now. But yeah. I was surprised to find um, the pastor's wife in in her home. Um, I guess they had the phone, her phone set up in front of her, like probably resting on a plant or something. And she was waiting for more people to come in, which I don't understand because I think there are like 20 people going at church now. Um, so that she could read from the Bible and 
give a quick study. Yeah. And I think that the only thing that saves them is that they own their building, right? You own the building, then you don't have that. That's your biggest overhead, right? That's their building. It's been theirs for years. So when all this is done, like all 20 of them can still gather. But it's about the, uh, the embracing of, of the new resources that we're all forced to have. Yep. And, um, and seeing, and seeing what, what could be done bigger, right? Because in a lot of Spanish churches, um, we're not that big about being a community church. Gotcha. We're not, we're not so, we're not so big about doing things outwardly as much as we're concerned about keeping what's inside. Right. And, and this, this forces every church that thinks that way to look out, to, to look outside. That's right. 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 I was telling one of these pastors, you know, instead of being angry that you have to close the church and go online, you know, look at this as the opportunity for you to finally, you know, be commission minded. That's right. That's right. And and take your, take your, take your candle out from under your, your safe little building bed. That's right. Of going outside and start, you know, actually being the church. Right. So he got kind of pissed at me, but uh, (laughs) that's not my, that's not my fight to have, but um, you know, it's, 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 I, I see, I've seen a lot of, um, a lot of ads, you know, social media ads for the same Good Friday service, live worship service, IGTV. And that's the thing that, um, like Zoom, right? Zoom is free. Skype is free. Um, Instagram, Facebook, it's all free, right? So it's not even, you know, I need, I, I need all this stuff. So no. You just need a creative mind to figure out how to leverage the tools that have been put in front of us. Right. And I saw, and props, that you use the church online um, format. Yeah. Right? And I remember using that. When I first saw it, I used it. Whenever I would go out to preach, I would set up my laptop (laughs) so that people in Atlanta could see the service. So that is another free tool right, that people can use and interact. That's exactly right. So, And people are interacting. I mean, the chat is full every week. Yeah, yeah I see that. That's why I was trolling it on Sunday. Yeah, tro- trolling my fade that I ain't even got. <laughs> <laughs> yo, it was my son. My son was like, yo, Pastor got a fade. <laughs> and I'm like, that's that fade through faith, son. <laughs> that's, right. that's right. I prayed it in. Cause I got a guy, I got a guy that comes to my house. Yeah. Right. To cut my hair, cut my kids' hair, but um, yeah, you can't have a social distancing haircut. I mean, you know, there's some measures you can take. I got game for free. Nah, not me. <laughs> nah, no, nah, I would, I would not recommend it. No, nah, this, this, this was very early. Nah, not me. Like, I, I can call and we can do this outside because I know how paranoid he is too. Yeah, oh yeah. I sit out back, plug in the clippers, and he can do his magic. He probably 
I probably should, because that's how he only, that's that's the only way he makes his money. That's what I'm saying. And so so that's the tension, right? Yeah. That's the, are you sick? Can you wear gloves? Do you mind if I take your temperature on the way in? If that <laughs> if that's all good, you know, because that I mean there there is an economic tension here where where people's lot the service industry, man, their livelihoods on the line right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's something to think about. Yeah, it's one of those things, man. It's one of those things where at the same and it, and it's it's a thing that at the same time, I mean, you get a fresh cut and you help somebody, right? And at the same time, while you have them, you help them financially and spiritually. Oh man, come on, Pass. I didn't want this to happen. Hey man, listen, I'm I'm just and, and, and guess what? I did. I shared the gospel. Which, yeah. which I have, you know, I've got two barbers. I've got my main barber and a backup barber yeah. um, who does my locks too. And, uh, and I just asked her straight up. I said, what are you doing for your family right now? She's like, I'm, I'm worried pastor. Cause you know, the, I, I left early cause I've got a grandbaby on the way. I left the shop early. Uh, even before they told us we had to close down, I decided to go home and self quarantine, but I don't know how to make my bills. You know, and uh, talked it over with my wife. We we prayed about it. We thought about it. And said, "I hear the precautions we're gonna take," and and uh, and we had her come here and cut my hair and cut my son's hair, and that and that was groceries for her for that week. Yeah, I'm 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 thinking now because all of us, all of us are like wolfing, except for my youngest son because he got his mother's hair, so he yeah. had like it, it, it's all nice and straight. Oh, and yeah. Oh, yeah. But my son has a bush. I've got my bush. <laughs> I do it. I don't care about because it's all curly. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I might have to do that. I might have to hit him that up. Was, that was one of those tensions I was living in. It's like it's not just about me. Like I, I know for a fact, like this person's living check to check. Yeah. You know, and uh, if she's not sick, and we not sick, then we'll just be very. I mean, it's the same thing as getting an Uber Eats delivery. Mm -hmm. No, dude, yo, I get delivery. So we do, we do, um, takeout Fridays for yep. the weekend, right? Just to help that economy. But, um, yo, leave it at the door. <laughs> leave yep. it at the door. Yeah. <laughs> when the echo lets me know that there's somebody there. Yeah. Must come on. <laughs> oh, yeah. I get the bags. Everything, everything gets open with the gloves, put on plates. Right? Yep. But, but even then, even with the food, like you never know. And that's what I'm saying. Even there, and, and, you know, bag set on the ground. Where am I going to Clorox the ground? Like, you know, it's. Yeah, but it's, yeah. I mean. Well, I, I think you take as many precautions as you can. Um, but, you know, I was getting on one of my, one of my friends who was also messing with me about having a haircut. So <laughs> I'm like, yo, you've gotten sushi delivered like three days in a row. Unless you Lysol them bags before they came in the house, and then Lysol the boxes and the sushi because it's and the sushi like because it's cold. You don't know what your man's doing in, there in the kitchen. You know, I'd be careful trying to pass judgment. <laughs> That's one thing I would never do. I would never have no. I would never eat like delivered sushi. Uh, it's a couple spots in Atlanta will do it right. It's yeah. a couple. Yeah, just a couple. Mm. Yeah, well, I'm in Kennesaw. Oh, well. 
is a big is a big difference. I would not do that. No, no you ain't doing like, that out. Like my wife, that. my wife would love that, but not in Kennesaw. Not in Kennesaw. No, that's, not, that, uh, not that life out there, bro. How's it? Um. So how how's it been? Right, ready. This is the this is the this is the toughest question that I'm gonna ask you. How's it been? Um, you know, parenting on the quarantine. How's it oh. been for you? Because I know how it's been for me. I've had a lot of Homer Simpson moments. You know, um, I haven't had any Homer Simpson moments yet. I'm not saying I'm beyond it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, it it's been difficult, man. You know, I mean, it's why I'm out here right now. So to all the listeners, I'm sorry you hear sirens in the background. <laughs> I, I had to go outside uh, because I have four children inside. And, you know, for the fact that we've been on now for about 40 minutes, and this is the first real noise. Yeah. It would have been twice as bad inside the house. <laughs> I'm surprised. I'm actually surprised none of them have come out. Yeah. Yeah. I think my wife's holding them at bay. Uh, I know. I know mine. I know mine is is keeping mine entertained right now. So you know, it's been difficult for a couple of reasons. One, and this is the hardest part to say out loud. I am the hostile agent in the house. Yeah, I'm the one that's not usually here. So oh. if you think, so if you, that's what I mean by that. If you think oh. about it, like an ecosystem, I'm the new foreign agent that's been introduced to the ecosystem. And at the same time, trying to get the ecosystem to bend to my desires. And so, so I've really had to hold that intention, you know, redemptively before the Lord and, and like, okay, you know what? It's not fair to them that I'm trying to reorient their whole reality yeah. around me being present here. Because my kids are part-time homeschool, part-time school school. Uh, and so that's been difficult just being productive has been difficult you know um a lot of content creation right now as we talked about communication mm -hmm. has to be more frequent than it used to be uh we've added a midweek gathering that we didn't have before yep. so that's 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 more prep that has to go into that so like this week i've got a prep midweek good friday and easter sunday you know and and i still have all the other meetings uh, we're looking at at the possibility of applying to the to the PPP to the CARES Act, uh, you know. So there's there's a lot of moving pieces that have not stopped moving just because I'm at home with my kids all day. Uh, so that's part of it. Part two is their own restlessness. You know, they you know they they are getting a bit stir crazy, and so trying to be creative every day to not just entertain them but to make them, you know feel like there's some level of normalcy in a very abnormal situation is the other difficulty but here's the opportunity so we put a schedule in place i'll uh send you a screenshot of it when we hang up uh that we adhere to monday through thursday and uh and it's been pretty beautiful to have breakfast with my kids every day we do a family devo every morning now so far more consistent than we've ever been and it's building in these beautiful new rhythms to the point where today, you know, my, my kids are on spring break. And so we let everybody sleep in and, you know, I got up and started work early <clears throat> instead of the normal rhythm we've been doing for the last couple of weeks. And 
my littlest baby, uh, Ella, who will be three in August, said, I want daddy to talk about Jesus hmm. because daddy's been talking about Jesus every morning when we have breakfast together. Wow. And so what we're thinking now is, okay, how do we keep some of this stuff on the other side of this? Some of these beautiful redemptive things that have surfaced in the midst of this chaos. How do we hang on to this on the other side and not just fall back into old patterns and a new reality? Yeah. 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 Yeah, with with us, with us, we um the same thing. Yeah, my kids don't believe in sleeping in. <laughs> Neither do my younger ones. My older ones do. Yeah, my right. younger ones gonna be up before seven every day. Yeah, exactly. So my uh five and soon to be three in a couple of days actually, and um yeah six six thirty. My five year old is running in the room. Do you find that it don't matter what time you put them to bed? No, they still matter. get up that early? Yeah, it doesn't matter. I they, they went to bed late last night. And they were still up. Late last night, and they were still up. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's incredible. Right? So it's, yeah, that's that's a good word for it. <laughs> <laughs> We've been doing the same thing. We've been doing the um, the breakfast together, right? We all sit, and my wife cooks breakfast because I am – not that guy to like be all cheery in the morning. <laughs> I, I, I love getting up and cooking in the morning. Nah, I do it on. I I, I like to do it on weekends. Okay. I'm not, I'm not used to it during the week. So during the week, even when we were going to the office, my wife would wake up early, and run downstairs and make breakfast, for the kids to eat and for us to take to work. Yeah. Right. So that's like in my mind, like coffee first. And then, um, you know, then I'll sit and whatever. But we've done a lot of um, sitting together and eating breakfast together. And the same thing, talking about our schedules, because we're working from home and homeschooling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Same here. And and babysitting or taking care of doing the daycare duties with, with the three-year-old. So, Did you see me in my poster today? Nah. Bro, go look at that meme when you get a chance. <laughs> <laughs> When you get a chance, go look at that meme, Doc. I'm to. So when the kids are together, they wild out. Yep. They're, they're, they're out of control. So in the beginning, my daughter would go upstairs with my wife, and my son would stay downstairs with me, and we would sit next to each other, and I would help with the home. Well, I would homeschool him, not help, homeschool him while I worked. Yep. But I'm trying to put these pages for a newspaper together. I try to put these pages of his notebook together so he can – write and do like math my kid is already doing like <laughs> like multiple number yeah. fractions and all that right <laughs> so like we're, we're we're doing that but then they wanted to flip it and my daughter wanted to be with me and my son with with my wife but my son gets no work done with my wife yeah oh yeah like, like he just feels like whatever he does he wants to do because I'm the disciplinarian. I set things straight. So that's real. You know, so we had a we had a flip back to that today because nothing was being done. Like nothing was being done besides the screaming and the crying. And I mean, my kids, my kids are Puerto Rican, right? Because my wife is from Poland. Oh yeah. When it comes to the temper and the emotional, the, the emotional side, they're full Rican. 
right? Oh, yeah, bro. From zero to a million in, like, in less than a second, and forget it. So that's why I said, like, I've had a few Homer Simpson moments. <laughs> it's, oh, yeah. Get in the room! But, um, but it's, it's that rhythm, yeah. right? Finding that rhythm where, where you can still be family and do family while we are at work supposedly at work like even even that my wife has to work upstairs i got to work downstairs oh yeah oh uh, yeah cuz i um i work better with noise so i have music playing in the background it helps me focus so i can design and she needs complete silence right so we tried doing it at this together and she's can you lower that can you lower that's like nah you need you need to go upstairs that's yeah. <laughs> like get out your yeah. office is upstairs mine is downstairs bye See, I think you're my wife and I'm your wife. <laughs> yeah, I wake up early, make breakfast, sing to myself, get my stuff done. My wife get a cup of coffee, sit and just look like this for an hour before she's ready to talk to anybody. You know, she won't noise in the background when she's working. I need silence, you know, trying to create, trying to trying to cultivate words and, and wordsmith. So it's that's pretty funny. It's funny because I can't. If it's too quiet, like I can't focus. Oh man! Because I got this little thing called adult ADD. So, oh, yeah. so when I when when it's too quiet, everything catches my attention, right? So the kids are upstairs, and I'm looking. I'm here. So I need I need the music to drown the world out. Yeah. I can focus in my screen and like design stuff and get things done. Because it's not like right now. I was done with my work. Um, what time is it? I was done with my work like two hours ago. And with my son's like homeschool work for the day. Yeah. Right? So that's why I was able to come upstairs. I gave him his Kindle. He could do his ABC mouse stuff. Yep. Yep. Like, yep. ABC I, mouse I, saved my life, bro. <laughs> I had what I was telling you, Yippie TV. My daughter was there watching the new and improved VeggieTales and everything was good. That's why they're not up here. Cause when yeah. I, when I did, I did an episode, I shot an episode last week. Um, they were both here. Yep. Yep. I was here waving, peeking and waving. And my uh, daughter was back here, like dancing, trying to like get this. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Look, they've been on every meeting I had this week, man. <laughs> every meeting I had this week, man. Wow. And it's the same thing. My wife has video conferencing because her company's out in LA and it's the same thing. They'll come up here, hi, and they want to talk. Oh, look at this. You know, it's it's but that's that's the the new normal, right? That's well, the and that's, that's what I was gonna say. I, I think the beautiful part about that is we are all there right now. Right. I mean Jimmy Fallon's there right now. Right. You know, everybody's in the same place. Okay. And, so now, uh, so now, that you, now that you said that. Now that you said that, right? This virus has become the great equalizer. Yes, to some degree. Right? True. Some degree. Yeah. Uh, yeah and, and we don't have time to go down that road. We, we but, don't. But we I don't. would say for the most part, yes. It's, it's because... Got artists releasing brand new songs in the bathroom at their house. You know, uh, um, right. Jimmy Fallon got his kids producing. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, it's... It really has leveled a lot of things that are fascinating. Right. And, and 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 on the church aspect, right, the small church is now on the same playing field 
as like the mega church. If they'll take the shot. Right. If right. If they see and they and they, they take advantage of everything, right? So and I'm I'm bringing this all around because these are the conversations that I've been having. Um, how do you think small churches will come out of this? Right? Because I I am I I've been talking and I've been talking to my mom and other and other believers and whatever, let them know that I'm I I know for a fact that a lot of the smaller churches or even church plants um, won't survive this. Yeah. Right? Like they won't survive this at all. That's right. Right? But, 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 but the, those, that, uh, those that adapt, yeah. they'll come out stronger. Yeah. And do you think that at the, at the end of this, because this is my fear for the church, that at the end of this, that, um, that, Churches will stop. Right? Like, stop okay. Doing, stop, stop doing digital? Yeah, stop doing digital. Like, oh, well, we did that because we couldn't meet. Right? Yes. But we were able to meet together. We don't need that anymore. That was. Absolutely uh, believe there will be churches that do that. Absolutely. And, and, uh, and they will miss a missional opportunity. Right. You know, we are, you know, like I said at the beginning, we are actually trying to figure out an infrastructure to maintain this level of content and creativity, even once we are able to be analog and face-to-face -face again. Yeah. Because I'm hoping that my job will see that I don't need to go into the office. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't need to spend two hours on traffic. I think the middle road is there's something about presence. You know, right. there's something <clears throat> special. Uh, a synergy that happens right uh, that i think we are missing right now uh, but there's a ditch on either side right you know and and i think the middle road is like the ajc saying you know what you probably only need to be here for team meetings mm -hmm. and other than that we're we're outcome based or or two days right you guys could be here yeah i wouldn't even say two days because two days is still just time based yeah i, I would say have a unique goal the unique goal for when you're here is that we're creating synergy and creativity as a team. Right. And when you're not here, it's so that you have the option of working virtually and digitally to produce the best content possible. And to the degree that you're able to do that, you have freedom to be able to do that. I, I think that's the future revolution anyway. And, and I think that, that the COVID-19 virus just expedited that reality. <laughs> All right, so this is to to wrap things up. Um, yeah, I was about to say because I, I I can hear things ramping up. No, I can hear them too. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I'm gonna be needed. Sure, I can hear them downstairs. I'm, I'm expecting. That's why I looked at my watch. I thought my wife was texting me like, "I need you now," because um, <laughs> I said, "Together, together, they they, they wild out." Um, so for Easter, right? So for Easter, um, right? You, you mentioned something about numbers. Yeah, Jay. Right. On Easter, how, how can you, the leadership, people that are in the background, how can you do the, the most important part of Easter Sunday, which is the follow-up? Yeah. What's the follow-up going to look like when it's all 
when it's all done digitally. Yeah. So some of that we've already been doing, um, and, and you've probably seen some of it every single week. Every single week, I do a take a next step post. So does Renovation Church across every one of our digital mediums. Monday morning, a, an email goes out to every first-time guest, and those who are willing to give us their phone number, they get a phone call as well. Oh, nice. Yeah. Tuesday, uh, an email goes out to the entire church. Uh, sorry, I skipped one. Monday, an email goes out to those who maybe did not uh, designate themselves as first-time guests, but our stream analytics tell us that's the first time that they've logged into the stream. Right. They get an email, too. It's just less personalized. Tuesday, the email goes out to the whole church of celebrating what took place on the weekend and looking forward to what's coming for the rest of the week. And, and we're going to drive everybody toward three environments, our renovation midweek, right. uh, our renovation Facebook family group, and our, and our growth track so that we can continue to see people progress into the life of the church uh, over the course of this time. And, th and that's what I mean is we cannot think of this as as a temporary um, situation to be survived. Mm. Uh, and I'm going to talk about that in my Thursday update this week uh, to the church. You know, I've been sending out that IGTV every, every single Thursday, um, which is interesting uh, that the views, the views kind of go up and down almost based on what's going on in the news, but that's another conversation too. Um, but I'm a part of that. <laughs> yeah. But the long story short is um, what I'm going to talk about this week, just for about five minutes, is to reset our mentality to stop thinking of this as a temporary reality to survive. Right. How do we think about this as a part of the journey that we're going to thrive in that will propel us to further thriving? And that's the same way we're thinking about our communication, our media presence, our digital output even as we move, you know, joyfully toward being able to, to physically be together again, uh, we don't want to think about this as an intermediary. We want to think about it as a step along the journey of Renovation Church. Right. And so that informs how we go into Easter weekend. That informs how we come out of Easter weekend with follow-up and everything else that goes along with it. And it also stays strong even after COVID is, is dead and gone. That's exactly right. And it, and it puts you in place for the next time. I mean, right. for the next time, something similar may or may not happen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But also, you know, for those that can't make it. Yep. A lot of people that just can't physically or even emotionally make it to the brick and mortar. Correct. Right. They don't have to be left behind. Right. They don't have to be feel even further rejected. That's exactly right. That's dope. Well, thank you, Pastor. Um, anything, anything you want to encourage or shoot down right now? <laughs> yes. I am encouraging fluidity uh, and dreaming about the redemptive pieces of this time that you will carry forward into the future. I am discouraging looking back and longing toward what normal might have been before because whatever it will be after this, it'll never be what it was. Never. That's true. It's true. Can't be salty. That's right. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Okay, here it is. Yep, there it is. There so, it is. 
Listen, we did it, brother. <laughs> we finally we got it done. And um, let me know, did you did you already get those joints? Uh, well, I hit pause because we jumped oh, on. I swear, I swear, the, the shoes. I don't want to. I don't want people to get the word misconstrued. <laughs> yeah, no size size seventeen Air Ones. Uh, yes, I will be closing that deal as soon as we hang up. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think I will too, and you know, just you know, forgiveness is a beautiful thing. <laughs> beautiful thing is a beautiful thing. All right, Pastor. Thanks a lot. Um, I'll Thank you, Jay. I hit you up after this for that for that delivery. You got it. <laughs> All right. Appreciate you, bro. You good, man. Thanks.